listening to another Solid Gold production. And a very, very warm welcome to this week's edition of SAPeople.com's podcast. And in the virtual studio with me, I have a whole bunch of people, actually. Um, but first of all, Jenny Baxter, how are you doing, you lovely lady, you? <laughs> I'm doing really well, Mel. How are you in South Africa? Well, I'm fighting off uh, head colds and things like that, which is not much fun. Um, I think that um, the the last couple of years of lockdown and sanitizing and everything has made us more available for other horrible lurgies going around to attack us quite hard. But I'm fighting it off and fighting the good fight and continuing on rewardless, as we like to say. (laughs) (laughs) And and you've been um, you've been going out and enjoying a little bit of music, I heard. Yes. Well, I mean, I think you remember a couple of weeks ago I told you about going to visit um, the Johannesburg Johannesburg Philharmonic. Yeah, the Joburg Philharmonic Orchestra. I've got to get them all right because we have a few philharmonic orchestras in South Africa. And we went there because they were having the media launch uh, of the Mzanzi Philharmonic. And while I was there, had the chance to have a lovely long chat with Bongani Tembe, who is the person who we're going to be speaking to today here on, on SAPeople.com. Oh, because he's he's going to tell us all the exciting news. I know that we, I think we did discuss a, a couple of weeks ago as well we did. about the fact that some people had their knickers in a knot about the fact that we don't need another Philharmonic and we've got the Joburg, we've got the KZN, we've got the one in the Eastern Cape, I mean, sorry, the Western Cape. So to tell us a little bit more about why there was this storm in a teacup, Mr. Tembe is going to tell us all about it. And welcome to the podcast, sir. Yes, it's lovely to see you, Mel and Jenny, as well. Uh, I'm very excited about this. I'm glad to hear that. We're very excited about it, too. So, so what You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold um, Podcast. The formation of the Mzanzi Philharmonic, first of all, just so we can put people's minds to rest, that how, how it's all working. Well, I think some people just didn't understand. They thought there's going to be a big orchestra sitting somewhere in Pretoria and consuming all the resources to the detriment of regional orchestras. But it's not the case. Um, Zanzi National Philharmonic Orchestra is a national orchestra just like the Springboks or Banyana Banyana and it draws its members actually from regional orchestras, universities, freelance musicians, a lot of them also come from overseas. So really it is an all-encompassing orchestra and uh, it's a very wonderful and a positive thing. Okay, but if you've got if you've got so many already, why why are you not just conglomerating those together? How does it how is it different to the ones that have already been working for a while? Well, as I said, it's like the spring box. You know, there's a place for spring box. Then you've got the sharks uh, in Deben. I have to mention the sharks. I'm from Deben. You've got the stormers. Me too. Yeah, yes. Oh no, sorry, lions forever. Yes. Okay. And you've got the stormers. Uh, you've got uh, the bulls. All they play their role. The other ones are regional rugby teams. And then you've got the national team with a completely different mandate. So the, uh, the, the, the Springboks do not threaten the, uh, the Stormers or the Sharks. It all works together. So it's a, a definitely a similar concept. In other words, the um, Mzansi National Philharmonic Orchestra does not have permanent musicians. Just like the Springboks does not have permanent players. When it's doing something big, like we're doing uh, Beethoven Symphony Number no. 9 now in December, then it draws on those members and do that particular task. 
And and one thing I love is that you're also drawing on South Africans who've gone abroad and got international experience, who can bring it back to South Africa and and share it with um, the other people in the orchestra. Is that true? Exactly. Like Peter Kutsia. Yes, exactly. That's very true. So so our concert master of Mzansi National Philharmonic Orchestra is Peter Schumann, who's the concert master of the London Philharmonic Orchestra, for example. And uh, when I met and, and spoke to him about the vision, he said, I'm so glad. Thank you so much for um, talking to me, Bongani, given our history of South Africa and everything else that you are asking me to lead this orchestra in South Africa. Both of us were almost in tears and hugged. And he said, this will give me an opportunity to come back to South Africa and give back. And, and so it's, it's, it's a fantastic thing uh, in that regard and many other uh, uh, regards as well. Absolutely. And, and then you, you're going to be helping communities in South Africa as well, I believe, um, sort of maybe sponsoring upcoming um, people. Will that come from the ticket sales? Well, um, so so, uh, just briefly, it's important to mention the vision and the mission uh, of Mzansi. One of them is to utilize music to bring people together of all races, South Africans of all ages and and races. That's a top uh, priority for us. The idea of inclusivity, development, access and social cohesion is important to the orchestra. The other thing, we utilize our resources, our annual grant from the Department of of Sport, Arts and Culture to fund regional orchestras, youth orchestras, universities, and other young people. So the idea of skilling the young people, helping to create a clear career path for them, it's important. And in that regard, we've got the National Cadetship Program where we select the best and harness them and they are then stationed in the regional orchestras and also the idea of utilizing music for cultural diplomacy to really use south africa's creative talent to to tell a positive story about south africa so our musicians participated in the new g20 orchestra in indonesia and they made a positive mark they've just been to algeria and so all of these things uh, the Mzansi is helping to brand South Africa positively around the world, and that's very important. Beautiful. And then you're also going to be having um, guest conductors coming out from other countries to come and, play and conduct the orchestra itself? Yes, so for our first national tour now in um, December, we've got Marin Alsop, one of the best conductors of her generation. She is now the chief conductor of the Vienna Radio Orchestra. And um, we are so excited that she's accepted our engagement. And she is associated with four orchestras around the world. Really one of the premier conductors in the world today. She's coming to do Beethoven Ninth Symphony uh, at the Linda Auditorium on the 15th of December in Johannesburg and then at the Playhouse Opera in December uh, on the 17th of December in Durban and then the tour will end on the 21st of uh, December uh, at the Cape Town City Hall. We are so excited. You've got musicians working with local choirs in each region and wonderful soloists also acclaimed 
a soloist like Michelle Britt, who's one of the best mezzo-sopranos in the world. She's South African, but she's been in Germany and Europe for the past 30 years. She is coming to perform, and we're so excited. And I love you're going to have, a, you know, it includes Ode to Joy, and with it leading up to Christmas, um, you couldn't have made a better choice. Was, was there um, a decision-making process on, on which would be your first South African um, piece that you guys did? Yes. So, um, strictly speaking, this is the maybe the third or fourth time the whole orchestra is performing. The first time it was to celebrate Vets University's 100th anniversary um, on the 27th and 28th of uh, uh, July in Johannesburg. And we did a project uh, which was curated by William Kentridge, which was so fantastic. Oh, wow. And you know, William Kentridge is one of our most fantastic um, real artists. And so we did that project uh, with him. And then uh, we did other projects uh, that dispel um, a, a xenophob- xenophobia. And uh, we had a, a non-classical artist performing with us in August, uh, people like PJ Powers, Hot Sticks Mabuse, because the orchestra is versatile. Now, as you rightly say, Beethoven Ninth, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a historic uh, symphony in the sense that it was the first symphony to include a choir at the end. And it's got this ode to joy, which speaks about joy, about unity, about brotherhood, and everyone getting together for the good. And remember, it's just uh, on Reconciliation Day, or just next to Reconciliation Day, we're doing this. So it just fitted so well with the mission of the orchestra and this piece. And I'm announcing it now for the first time. We'll also have some Zulu in the Ode to Joy. And uh, so it's going to be a very, for the first time ever in the history of mankind, you'll have Ode to Joy partly sung in Zulu. Excellent. That sounds amazing. (laughs) But Jenny, did you know that we're actually speaking to somebody who went to Juilliard? Really? Because I was about to say, where does Bongani's passion for music and everything come from? Oh, amazing. Yes. Both my wife and I were lucky to go to the Juilliard School uh, in New York, and we stayed there many years, uh, about six years or so. We've got a bachelor's degree and master's degree from there. It's a wonderful institution that don't only build... Um, uh, they, they don't just build singers and artists and actors and all of that, but also uh, you learn a lot about leadership. You learn a lot about giving back to community. I mean, our president at our time was Joseph Polisi. He, he, more than anything else, he was a leader. So it comes from that. So uh, both Linda and I are, are perhaps one of the first uh, black or African opera singers in the history of South Africa. Uh, dating back in the early 80s, yes. Oh, amazing. But, you know, that's what I love about travel. So, you know, so many people, you go abroad, you learn stuff to take home, and likewise, people, you know, foreigners going to South Africa learn invaluable lessons as well. Like, every country and place has different things to offer, and it it sounds like you really absorbed good leadership there and you've got this like 
passion. I'm, I'm sort of excited. I'm thinking, oh, I, I want to fly out to South Africa to see this. This is, this yes. is amazing. Well done. Yeah, thank you very much, Jane. It's going to be something very special. And, uh, and of course, the, um, the, the symphony, Beethoven Ninth, is also about international people gathering from all over the world for the same purpose, to do good. Uh, the Zulu words are going to say that which is something that mm. is just 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 so amazing yes we need to think as um, uh, you, you know I, I spoke earlier about the president of julia joseph police he wrote a book called art citizen of the world we should see ourselves as the art citizens of the world using our craft mm for the benefit of South Africans, but also bringing the whole world together, using the music to send good messages, uh, 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 like anti-xenophobia, uh, like uh, people can get together and work together, a uh, 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 promotion of the environment, and all of these good things. So music has got a very important role to play in society. You know, Nelson Mandela, who, when he came to New York in 1991, he spoke to us and said, look, great that you are here internationally, but please come back to South Africa to plow back what you've learned, exactly the message that you've just sent, Jenny. So you're in good company with uh, President Nelson Mandela. <laughs> That's amazing. His birthday is the day before mine, actually. Oh, wonderful, yes. Different ages. I must say that during the lockdown and during the problems that we've had over the last few years, um, the musicians really, really, and artists really had a bad time of it when they lost all the work. They couldn't go and perform anymore and everything. But music is the one thing that kept us all going through those dark days yeah. as well which is something, I mean, I think anybody who doesn't like music needs yeah. their heads read. But have you found that there are a lot more younger people who are, are still very interested in, in doing the classics, in not getting into pop music and stuff, that they want to be classical musicians? Yes, there are a lot of young people, and all the orchestras are doing a good, good job to get uh, artists involved, you know, Johannesburg Philharmonic Orchestra, Guazulu Natal Philharmonic Orchestra, the Cape Philharmonic, the Cape Philharmonic Orchestra has got a, a wonderful youth orchestra and lots of endeavors. And, 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 and so there are all sorts of programs to bring young people into the fold. And Mzansi National Philharmonic Orchestra, one of its major uh, roles, as I said, is to try and help and create this um, a career path. We are also plowing hundreds of thousands uh, if not millions on young people as Mzansi National Philharmonic Orchestra. We've got a fellowship program where we sponsor young people in international universities and of course the national uh, youth, um, the national cadetship program where we take young people, uh, place them in the regional orchestras, give them monthly stipends, coach them and, and, and they've got a mentor in an orchestra and, and really help them develop and uh, we've also seen the audiences of orchestras in South Africa change in, in terms of demographics, uh, in terms of race and age. More young people I get excited. You saw Melanie at the JPO. You know, it was yeah. so diverse and young people are enthusiastic. It's a, it's a good story for South Africa. Did you see, did you watch the rugby on Saturday at Twickenham? I, I saw um, I saw a lot of Blondani? that. Yes, I saw. I didn't watch the whole Did thing. Did you but see I saw. Simon? Um, I, I saw some of it. Yes. At the at the very beginning, Simon Shabambu. Yes. 
He's bass baritone. He sang the anthem. Yes. And um, you can't believe what a good news story it has been. Like on our Facebook page, yes. we have just had hundreds of people saying, thank you, Simon. Yes. You lifted our South African pride. Yes. And, um, and the cutest thing is that Simon actually went on the page and was able to reply to people. Yes. But, yes. but yeah, like Melanie says, you know, music does bring us together and it lifts the South African spirit. It's so much. And, uh, much like the Springboks do yeah, as well. When they they would, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, they won that match, of course. And, 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 yeah. and so yes. that's the power of music. And going back to Nelson Mandela, he says, uh, it is music and dancing that makes me to be one with the world. Is that interesting? And those are the words yeah. of Madiba. And so look at that moment of Simon. Uh, but how many things you could have done for three minutes that can have such an impact? Very few, you know. So, so. Uh, Except yeah, scoring yeah. the winning <laughs> Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you were the one who started. I think like the winning try was inspired by Simon. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> Yes. Whenever you've got singing, the Springboks win, you know? I remember... Yeah, good singing. I, I, yes, I sang for them in 2013 in, 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 in Paris, in France. They were playing France. And, uh, you know, it was such a, a beautiful moment. And they won, you know? <laughs> well done! It, oh, that's yes, brilliant! It was the 100th anniversary, the 100th time that the Springboks played France, and I was told they'd never won in France before. Uh, of course, I'm not, I'm, oh. I'm not claiming credit, but uh, I did. I, <laughs> I give you all the credit. I did the national anthem then, and uh, Horacon Oskin, who was the chair of the rugby um, uh, union then, said, oh, Bongani inspired us, we won. So that's not my words. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I'm going to have to look that up. Yes, yes. That's fantastic. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. It has been fantastic. And if anybody missed part of this, we will have it on SA People. We'll do a transcription of our interview because it's been fascinating. Thank you so much, Bongani. Thank you so much, Jenny. We look forward to welcoming people to the Mzansi Philharmonic's National Tour of Beethoven 9th with um, uh, Marin Alsop in Deben on the 17th of December, Johannesburg before on the 15th and then Cape Town City Hall on the 21st. Perfect and we'll put that up on our social media pages too. We'll make sure everyone knows. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.